Welcome to Gardening Talk back on a Monday afternoon. Greg Richard here, joined by Judy Sharp. Judy, thanks for coming in. Oh, good afternoon, Greg. You know, you've heard him say sometimes, I'm talking about Scott, yep. I'll let her out of mothballs for a while. <laughs> well, today he's let me out of mothballs, and I suspect it's because Mother's Day's coming up. Oh, that's nice of him. Isn't it? Yeah, that, that'll be his present to me. So he's made you do work for Mother's Day? Of course. That'll be the answer. <laughs> Beautiful. Looking a lot better too than last time. You were a bit under the weather. Oh, I was, Greg. I do apologise. I hope... Um, it didn't come across too badly. It was fine. It was perfect. Oh, excellent. <laughs> now, Scott Sharpie's away today, so what have you got planned for us today, Judy? I thought we might discuss some some of the wonderful things that you do see uh, around for Mother's Day, you know, plant-wise particularly, yep. uh, orchids and chrysanthemums and cyclamen and all manner of plants. Uh, and, uh, you know, if we get time, we could discuss how to look after them. Excellent. How's that sound? Lovely stuff. <laughs> now, it is Mother's Day coming up Sunday? It is this Sunday. I shouldn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Judy, what can you get for good ideas for maybe young mothers for plants? Oh, younger mothers, don't give them a bunch of crizzies. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, because, I, you know, they tend to buy the chrysanthemums for, you know, mums that are a little bit older. Yep. Um, and also, to the other thing that happens, Greg, uh, the dads bring in the children, Oh, okay, yep. So, you know, the the children are out there looking for um, angels and fairies <laughs> and little frogs and all the kind of things your mum yep. doesn't really want. But the young mums love ficus lorata or fiddly figs. Oh, okay, yep. Uh, that's a very trendy plant at the moment. Uh, and, and succulents and succulents and succulents. So I suggest the dads that are going shopping for the younger mums would like to look for a plant like that rather than something that um, is a bit too flowery for them. Oh, okay. So what about a cactus? Well, yeah, but that's like a succulent. Is it? Yeah, they're very trendy too. Well, yeah, right. well I suppose you don't have to look after them. Well, you have to look after succulents a little bit more, actually. They right. like a bit of water, yep. whereas cactus don't. And, of course, young mums, they're really busy today, and so they're looking for a plant that um, doesn't require a lot of uh, looking after. A lot of attention. Yeah. Just yeah. maybe water once or twice a week. and Yeah, and, for, well, not even that. Uh-uh. No, no, no. There's some lovely plants that you don't even water once or twice a week now. What's yeah, uh-huh. are they of course they're live plants. <laughs> We've got Regina from YE, and she's got a question about gardenias. Well, um, there are no leaves left on one shrub, and the other one just has all the leaves just about eaten away. And uh, I have no idea what's done it. I thought perhaps you could tell me. Well, uh, we'll have to run through a few questions here, I think, and see what we can work out. Now, the right. one that um, you said has no leaves left on it, have, That's you, right. have you actually cut that to see if it's still green? No, I haven't. Ah, well, I'd do that. And uh, if it's still green, it's still got life, of course. And yes. have, do you consider that that's, the leaves have been eaten or have they well, fallen off? No, they've been eaten. The few leaves that are left on the second plant have definite sort of teeth things on them. They've been eaten, definitely. Right, okay. Well, I'm going to take a very wild guess here, but it happens at my place, so it's not such a wild guess. Uh, I think you'll find it's grasshoppers. Really? Yes, 
They're very, very bad this year. They're as small as your little finger and as big as a bird. And oh, right. when they attack, watch out because they'll even fly at you, Regina. Um, I haven't now, seen any, but oh, you never they might do. have been in hiding. They are. You'll find somewhere. Uh, have you got a hedge nearby? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Right. What about your next-door neighbours? No, there's no hedges around here. Or, or thick undergrowth, you know, somewhere they'll be hiding? Um, not really, because uh, I'm in a, a village and the gardeners, they have... Uh, that's just smooth lawns that they have to, to mow. mow. So there's yeah. no... It's only the... As I said, the bushes that I've grown myself, and they're definitely not a hedge. Right. Well, look, uh, I hope my next-door neighbour's not listening, uh, (laughs) but she has a lovely grove of bananas right next to my fence, and I can assure you that the the, um, grasshoppers, they hide in those bananas. I've seen them fly out, go down to my garden and eat off every leaf and fly back. So they do go into hiding. So you've got a couple of options. The only way to get rid of them is if you actually see them and you spray the spray onto them. They're like flies. Uh, You need to get the spray onto them. Mm -hmm. The the only other thing you could do if you're really keen is pop out tonight in your nightie and dressing gown with your torch and (laughs) see if there are any green grubs that have come up out of the soil and are having a feast. Okay, the only thing that I do have uh, near them are yuccas. Ah, right. Well, they wouldn't like to eat yuccas, so they could be hiding in there. Yes, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of because those shrubs are near the yuccas, yes. Right. Well, have you got any sprays at all, any pyrethrum? Uh, I'm not sure whether I've got any left, but uh, I've be getting some more on Wednesday when I go to the... I won't say the name of the shop, but I'll be getting some <laughs> flowers, etc. Well, I'm glad you didn't because, you know, it would have um, given me a dreadful headache. Uh, <laughs> Regina... No, I um, understand. <laughs> so what I need you to do is get something um, mm-hmm. and just spray those yuccas as much as you can, particularly down into the base where they could be hiding. Yes, they could, yeah. yes. And repeat that again probably in about a week's time. A week. Yeah. All right, then. Because okay. they, they hatch all the time. They're nasty ah. little devils. They so really pyrethium's are. a good one for them, well, is Well, I could say to you to get something stronger, but uh, that depends whether you'd like to go a little bit further than just pyrethrum. Uh, well, I'll try that first. Try that first. And, yes. um uh, and keep your fingers crossed, but just cut that brown one, and I'll imagine you've still got life in there, so we need uh, plenty of water applied. And we've got Cirilla from Maryland, and she's got a question about irises. Hello, Cirilla. What could I help oh, you with? Hello. Look, I've, I bought some um, iris bulbs a couple of years ago, and they're growing healthy, but no flowers. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably a simple solution. Uh, Bulbs love feeding. Have you been feeding them regularly? Yeah, I have. And, you know, like it's 
I've checked up on it and it says good drainage, so I've done like it's good drainage where it is. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, because it's healthy. The plant is so healthy, like, but no, no flowers. flowers. Uh, what have you been feeding it with, Cirilla? Uh, cow manure. Uh-huh, yeah. And chicken. Oh, okay. We'll cut out the chicken. Because okay. uh, the problem with chicken, it um, has a lot of nitrogen in it and will promote a lot of leaf growth. Okay, well, that's what's happened. Because uh-huh. it's got a lot of leaf growth. It looks healthy, but no flowers. Okay, well, I have to mention Scott's favourite um, product now, which is sulphate of potash. Mm-hmm. I've, yeah, I've got some of that too. And have you fed it with the sulphate of potash? Probably not. Okay, well, let's cut out that chook and go for the potash. Okay, what about the cow manure? Oh, look, cow manure should be all right, but, you uh-huh. know, that's also going to make beautiful lush growth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't, okay. I'd only apply that if you think they're, you know, they're getting a little bit um, yellow-looking uh, and you think they're a bit hungry. Okay, but okay. D- I'm certainly going to do that because I've bought it in wanting some flowers and nothing's happening. So, um, uh, And I will certainly try this. Now, the okay. potash, I must say, you need to use regularly. It's not going okay. to be a one application, okay? Okay, yeah. What, monthly or what? Oh, look, um, probably once a month would be ideal, yes. Okay. Just follow okay. the instructions on the, the packaging you buy mm-hmm. because, you know, you might buy a powder or a liquid. There's several mm-hmm. ways of buying it, so mm-hmm. it's always best to check the packaging. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for the call, Cirilla. Now, Judy, you mentioned something about orchids a little bit earlier. Oh, it's cymbidium orchid time. Cymbidium. You know what they are, Greg. Yes, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, you're probably getting one for your mum, I would imagine. I would imagine I would too. Yeah, so you know, because how she... How do you spell that again? S. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's C-Y. Ah. Uh, cymbidium orchids are the orchids that have lovely, long, green, strappy leaves, and they put up very tall spikes of flowers, which last a long time, and they're really lovely in the house in winter. Yep. Uh, and once they finish flowering, well, then you can cut them back and either keep them in the house or find somewhere outside in a sheltered spot so they flower again next year. But they're extremely popular now on Mum's Day, uh, as well as cyclamen, and, of course, you know what they are as well. Exactly. Yeah, so, cyclamen. yeah another C, another C. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> we go from chrysis to um, cymbidiums, yes. and now we're on cyclamen. So it's all about C's today. It's all about C's today, almost all about C's. <laughs> but uh, if you, uh, our listeners, buy Mama cyclamen, it's always wise uh, to pop them outside at night. Yep. I used to say once pop them out with a cat, but... You're not allowed to now. So uh, you pop them out in in the fresh air at night in a sheltered spot because um, in the Northern Hemisphere, they actually grow up out of the snow. Really? Yeah. They love the – they're a cold climate plant. But because they're so beautiful, some have lovely white flowers on, some red, some pinks. Uh, They're very vibrant, lovely plant. Uh, You look at them and you think they're a hothouse plant. Oh, okay. But they're not at all. But they love the cold. They love the cold. And, of course, in our winter, we've got heating on inside. Yep. So when you go to bed at night, just pop it outside. 
so they're very, very popular now. Chrysanthemums are still, you know, they're still kind of looked for for grandmas and uh, probably ladies my age, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if there are any sharps out there listening for a hint, uh, maybe um, a bunch of nice roses would be good. That's a fair, a fair hint. <laughs> <laughs> won't happen, Greg, won't I'm, happen. I'm sure they're taking notes. <laughs> I don't think so, dear. Yeah. One, one of them might be. Yeah, a younger one, do you think? Possibly the younger one. Definitely not the elder. No, not the elder. <laughs> <laughs> no way at all. It's Guarding Talkback on 2 and you are FM. 49216216 if you've got any questions. So we've got Cole from Rutherford and he's got a pink may tree. Hello, Cole. <coughs> Hello. Now, this may tree, there's not too many, no, no of it. It's a little pink may tree. Yes, I have seen them, and we have sold them many years ago. Um, they're not as spectacular when they flower, are they, even though... Uh, they're only very small flowers. Yes, yes, not as big as the whites. Uh, no. Yeah, but look, okay, let's say it is rare now because they're probably not available. Um, uh, but, um, uh, you know... You might be, if if you're looking to source another one, are you? No, not really, because I've got two bushes. Oh, well, you're lucky, man. Well, you better not tell because anyone where you... Can, you can cut them apart and split them up that way. Yeah. Well, don't tell anyone where you live, because <laughs> <laughs> you might get some uh, invaders at night there, for the, especially if they think it's rare. But, you know, I often find, just for other listeners' information, uh, that the Diggers Club down in Victoria, sometimes if you can't find a particular plant like yours, uh, they, they tend to grow plants that are a little bit rare. Yeah, because I bought this one years ago at an auction. At an auction? Mm. Oh, interesting. I didn't know somebody had Somebody had it and I've had it ever since. So I hope you didn't go and, you know, I hate to ask how much you paid for it if it was an auction. No. (laughs) (laughs) Too much by the sound of it. No, it wasn't much at all. Oh, really? Well, it's... No, because it's very rare. It's not very... It wasn't very dear at all. I split it up a few times and give different ones some when they wanted it, but nobody around here has ever heard of it. Yes, you don't see them very often, that's for sure. I honestly, I probably haven't seen one uh, for me to buy and sell probably for about 15 years now. Yeah, that'd be somewhere like it. That's about when you bought yours probably. Yeah, somewhere there. It might have been a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. Well, that's... Um, no, I, I, I just thought you whether you heard of it or not. Oh, no, I definitely have. I've actually sold them, so... Um, nah. But I, I always thought the white, it was more favourable, which probably yeah. is why you don't see the pink as often, because it's not as um, demonstrative, nah. is it? No. No, nah, not no. No. Well, thank you, Cole, for the call, and... Um, right, uh, You know, if, you, if you're going past Derby Street, Bar Beach... Oh, I've got a little garden at my place. <laughs> yeah, right on. Thank you, Cole. Right on. Bye. Bye. I think Cole stepped himself up a bit of a bargain there. 
Oh, it sounds like he has. Yeah, no, they're quite pretty, but um, May actually comes out in spring. And it's the bush itself is very ordinary, Greg. Oh, okay. uh, and then all of a sudden in spring, it is massed in white flowers. And it really is a highlight in the garden. But when the flowers go, that shrub shrinks into insignificance. And the pink one he's talking about is even smaller. Right, so it's kind of like a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde sort of plant. It is a little bit, definitely, yeah. And I must say um, that, you know, once we would have sold so many white maize every spring because people saw them in flower, but, you know, we could probably you'd be lucky to be selling 10% of them now. Oh, okay, just Ga- because yeah. when they're not in flower. Well, that because of that... And also garden trends have changed. They tend to be the kind of plants you use in a big garden or um, a country garden. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the little pink ones are probably better in a pot so that you can put it out when it's in flower and show it off a bit. Yeah. Right. A plant auction too. I've never heard of them before. No, I had neither. I didn't know whether he meant a plant auction or an Just auction. Just an auction in general. Yeah. As in everything has to go auction scenario. Could have been that, it yeah. could have been, yeah. possibly. We've got Irene from Brightwaters. And Judy, she's got a question about the orchid. Hello, uh, Irene. Yeah. Hi, Judy. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes, I was given a um, Mother's Day orchid about four years ago, and uh, it was lovely. Um, I didn't get any more flowers from it until um, last year. And so, and because my daughter passed away, um, I'd like to make it sure it flowers. Oh, certainly, darling. And and did your daughter give it to you? Yeah. Oh, that's awful, sweetheart. Look, um, uh, now tell me, is it a cymbidium orchid like I described with the long? Yeah, leaves? it is. Oh, uh, it's white with a pink. Oh, um, lovely. Rose. Oh, lovely. That'd be beautiful. Now, okay, let's get it back on track. Uh, have you f- been feeding it at all? Uh, no, I haven't, Judy. Oh, see, they're hungry little devils. Uh, is it, Whereabouts have you got it? Inside the house? No, it's in a pot um, outside. Um, and uh, it did flower last year, but I'd like it to flower again. Okay, so can you see any spikes coming up? No, I can't. Oh, now look, you need to quickly get something called Flourish for Orchids. Okay, Because you can put that in the water and apply it weekly. That might stimulate flowering for you quickly because they're mainly all starting to spike now, Uh, although whites are sometimes late. Most of the ones we have are yellow at the moment. Orchids, right. orchids come out in flower patches. They're funny little creatures. So, you know, you'll go maybe all the yellows will come out at once and then all the reddy colours will come out at once. And right. sometimes the whites and pinks are the last. All right. So if you get some of that orchid flourish or flourish for orchids and get onto that quickly and hopefully that'll bring the spikes up. And, Judy, do I just water that in? Yes, that's why it works quickly for you. Okay, and should I repot it? Now, that was my next question. Are the bulbs out to the side of the pot? Yes, they are. Ah, well, that might be slowing it down this year. 
but right. I wouldn't repot it now. But you know, um, say, oh, you know, they'll they'll stop flowering probably about um, end of July. I'd repot it then. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I don't right. think I'd disturb it at the moment. But if the bulbs are right out to the edge of the pot, it will. Yep. It's telling you it's the, it's probably a bit hungry, but. Don't try to split it. Just get a bigger pot and get some very good quality orchid potting mix. Okay. All right. And when I repot it, do I just um, put it into the new pot and then put the orchid mix mix around? Yeah. If you split them, then they don't flower for a couple of years. Oh, no. I don't want that. No. So you get a a bit, bit bigger, not too much bigger, and then just put orchid mix underneath and around. But I think it's probably a bit late to do that this year, so let's try the orchid flourish. Yeah, thanks for that. And let, yeah. me, let me know how you go, Irene. I'd really love to hear, darling, that it's come into flower for you. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Bye. 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 Cheers. We've got Dawn now from Gilliston Heights, and she's got a question about an ornamental pineapple plant. Hello, Dawn. Hello there, Judy. Uh, look, I grew the first... Uh, one or two in a pot. I put them out last year in a main garden and thinking I'd have a wonderful display, but only one flowered and all the others just healthy leaves. So I did look in the gardening book and it said that when they self-seed, it takes five years to flower. So therefore, I don't want it in that garden now because they're not going to flower for a few years. years. So when could I dig them up and just uh, put them all in a clump, you know, somewhere? Yeah. Look, um, you get a fair bit of cold at Gilliston Heights, don't you, when winter comes? Yes. We don't see many frosts. We don't. I'm a bit reluctant for you to disturb them at the moment, that's Mm. all. I'm Mm. thinking maybe wait till we get warmer weather in spring. Okay, yes, yes. They're all uh, healthy. They're dying back now. But I don't want to leave them there when they're not going to flower. (laughs) No, no, that's a bit of a waste of space, isn't it? Yes, yes. Okay. I'd wait till spring, darling, till Mm -hmm. the weather warms up a little bit. And, okay. uh, and then give them a good fertilise with something. Okay, thanks for that, Judy. You're quite welcome, Dawn. Thank, Thank you for you. the call. Bye. Thank you. Cheers, thanks, Dawn. I think we've got time for one more caller, Julie. Ju- Judy, sorry, I just call you Julie. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> that sounds younger, doesn't it, Greg? Okay, got, who have we got? We've got Jeff from CM, and he's got a question about blackberries. Hello, Jeff. What can I Hello, help you Judy, with? how are you? Very well, thank you. Mate, I've been looking at these very large blackberries that I've been buying and they're delicious from the supermarket. (laughs) Can I grow them from seed? Uh, Yes, you can if you can get the seed. Um, That's what I mean. Can I just use the berry as a seed? Oh, the berry. Oh, you'd have to let them dry. Yeah. Uh, You could try. Um, Look, blackberries really grow like a noxious weed when you get them growing. Well, I, I have some canes that I bought for some other ones, but they're just the standard size ones. Right. And I'm really impressed with the size of these ones <laughs> at the supermarket. They're as big as my thumb. And do they come from Australia, Jeff? They're Victorian, apparently. Oh, yeah. Victorian, right. Mm. Well, yeah, because they do like colder weather, of course. Yeah. Uh, look, all you can do is let the, uh, you know, don't put the fresh fruit in. That's not going to work. You're going to have to let yeah. them dry out. Or yeah. perhaps leave some on the bush and let them dry out and drop. 
You well, they're not on the bush. They're in a plastic container from the supermarket. Oh, sorry, I got sidetracked then because you <laughs> said you've already got. <laughs> I misled you. No, yeah, because well, you said you already had some growing. Yeah, no, different oh, breed, different variety. No, yeah, I don't think so, sweetheart. Look, why don't you? Uh, do you go online? I do. Okay, well, go online to the Diggers Club. The Diggers yep. Club. Uh, that's down that's on where the... I got my canes from, yes. Ah, right, okay. But... Well, go online to them and just um, ask them if they got a, a bigger variety. Oh, yeah, okay. A uh, bigger fruiting variety because you probably still have your information on what you bought, didn't Yes, yeah, yeah Wal- Waldo is the brand. Right, it's okay. Breed, yeah. So, you know what I often do? I often don't go online. I ring the diggers because then you have you know, a good conversation yeah. with them. Yeah, and okay. ask yeah, ask them in the office, explain that you're getting these wonderful ones at the supermarket and is it any bigger than the Waldo? Mm. Okay. And that might be the answer. Mm. Sounds good. Okay, thanks okay. Jeff. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. She's Jeff Barrage with some callers at the end there. Yes, amazing, isn't it? I think everyone waits till they make their lunch, Greg. It must be. It is. It must, it's that time. Don't want to call on an empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Judy Sharp, we are out of time. Thank you very much for coming yeah, in. Yeah, and um, uh, will we tell the listeners Scott's going to be working on Mother's Day? Oh, we may as well. He's He'll going be to be work. Us. He's going to be helping out all day Saturday. If any oh. of the listeners would like to pop in and talk to him. him, come in and say hello. Yeah, exactly. Scott Sharp <laughs> this Saturday working. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Two NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.